You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 1. Have you ever wanted to know what it takes to write a book? I'm sharing all the gritty details in these weekly audio journal entries recorded as I work on my third book. Follow along with my trials and triumphs as I go from an empty page to a published book. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. This is the beginning of the story of how my third book came to be. And um, I guess where it started is I was wrapping up my second book. I was working on proofs for um, the publisher and kind of doing those final details. And as I was doing that, I, I was also working on promotion for that book. And it got me thinking a lot about um, my online presence, and I ended up kind of rebranding myself a little bit online. I redid my professional website. I built a website for the book, my second book. And I started to just kind of think about, you know, changing different kinds of things um, in my online presence to make sure that I was promoting the book effectively. And as I got started thinking about that, you know, I was looking around and trying to find best practices for, you know, professional branding and online identity. And it got me thinking about how academics think about themselves online. And so I started looking around to see if I could find some books on that. And I found a few different things that were particularly related to social media. And some of them were a little more niche, and they were talking about things like um, incorporating social media into the classroom and things like that. But I wasn't really finding what I was looking for in terms of, you know, how do I shape my own online identity as an academic, and how do I make decisions about where I want to be online? And so I started to sketch out a book proposal, which at first I didn't know it was a book proposal. I was actually thinking maybe it would be like an online course um, and that people could kind of walk through and, and get tutorials and think about, you know, reflective questions about how they could be online. But then it ended up turning into a book proposal. So I guess, you know, one of the most interesting things about my third book is that it didn't start out as a book. It, I didn't really know that's what it was. Um, and so I, I drafted the proposal, and the proposal was pretty ambitious. Um, it included a lot of bonus materials um, and, you know, a dozen chapters, and there were a lot of topics to cover. And I sat on it for several weeks, um, just really thinking about, did I have the time to devote to the book? And I, I'm still, you know, so this is week zero, <laughs> I'm recording this in week zero of, of this book, and I'm still not sure I have the time um, to write it in the next year. Um, but I wrote the proposal, and I, I sat on it for several weeks. And then one Monday, I just pulled the trigger, and I sent it to my editor, um, the person I'd been working with for my second book, and requested a phone call so that we could maybe talk through it. And when I requested that, I really wanted to know, was the project viable? I really didn't have a sense of if it was even something that was interesting to people um, or that was useful. Maybe there were other books out there that I just hadn't found that were already covering it. I wasn't sure. And so um, my editor got back to me and we scheduled a call. 
And I was really genuinely um, curious about his thoughts because I actually had another book idea that was kind of waiting in the wings. I hadn't developed a proposal for it yet, but it was like my fallback. Um, If this one, you know, if he came to me and said, you know, oh, this isn't really what we're interested in, you know, I would really think about taking that other um, that other idea and, and making it into a proposal. So we had our phone call and the phone call opened with him saying that he really didn't like the title that I had proposed for the book. And the original title that I proposed was the Digital Renovation Workbook, which I also wasn't a huge fan of either because I felt like it didn't really explain what was going on. And that was the title that I had come up with when I thought it was going to be more of a course and not a book. So, and I'd given like a dozen alternative titles just because I did not know what I was doing. Like I I didn't like the title either. But when he brought that up, I thought, you know, well, maybe there's something here because if he's worried about the title, that must mean the proposal has something to it. Um, So we spent about 25 minutes um, going back and forth about the title and trying to think what would be a good one. And we kind of settled on one um, that, that we thought would be workable to move forward. And we talked a little bit, you know, I had some questions about the proposal and basically, um, you know, we got to towards the end of the call and I said, you know, I think, I guess you're saying this is viable. And, you know, if I tweak this, which I think I can do, you know, over the weekend and send it back to you, you know, that this is something that you would want to look into and pursue. And, um, you know, how, how would you like to move forward? And at that point, he said, and I feel like this is burned into my brain because I was honestly kind of surprised by it. He said, we would be fools not to snap this up and offer you a contract immediately. And that really took me aback. I mean, of course, I was pleased and a little bit shocked. um, And I'm still a little bit shocked. I'm still kind of processing that. But it immediately, I mean, I guess the biggest emotion that kind of coursed through me was fear um, because it meant that it was real. And I think for me, the book proposal is actually like the easiest part. I mean, yes, you have to kind of think through it, but it's very abstract. It's just your brainstorming and your kind of plans. It's not actually doing the work. And so I immediately was just like, oh my God, this is this is going to be a real book and I'm going to have to write it in the next year. Um, so I'm still a little bit shell-shocked by that. Um, and right now I'm recording this on Saturday morning and I'm going to take this weekend and tweak the proposal that I had submitted to my editor and make the changes that he requested and send it to him early next week and see if they're willing to extend a contract. Um, and it sounds like they will be. So after that call, after we'd hung up, Um, I took a walk and just to kind of process it. And I called my partner and said, basically, I'm afraid. Um, I'm afraid because there's a lot going on in this coming year. Um, I've actually contracted to work on two edited collections um, with the same publisher as part of my day job. I produce a weekly podcast for my work, and I also produce a podcast on the side. Um, And, you know, I have these other kinds of professional commitments that, you know, some grant writing and and just, you know, projects that this is a lot to add in a book on top of that. And particularly a book where 
I have to really think as I go about developing a process to help people manage their online identities. And that seems, you know, that's a a kind of a responsibility, a big responsibility to think about that, aside from the fact of just writing a book. So as I go into this, um, I am feeling a healthy amount of fear of how can I kind of pull this off. And as I talked with my partner on that walk, he's seen me through my first two books, um, the first one based on my dissertation and this most recent one that I wrote over the course of about a year and a half. And he knows that I can do it and basically told me, you've done it before. You can do it again. And so I've spent the last couple of days thinking about, you know, what would it mean to write this third book um, and realizing that I'm a book writer and I enjoy my writing life the most when I have a big project like this. So I've got that feeling of anticipation kind of deep in my belly, that excitement, that feeling that you get when you know you're kind of on the the precipice of something that's going to be exciting, um, but you're not quite sure where it will go. And somehow I will work it out and I will get this book finished. And so I guess what I would say is, Um, The thing I'm realizing and thinking about this week is getting the contract for the book or even getting the preliminary interest level, you know, from a publisher about a book is really just the first step. And you still feel fear going into it. You know, it's not like you get the contract and it's this huge vote of confidence and you just float your way through the rest of the process. Um, At least for me, it's not. Um, and I was pretty darn scared um, this week. And I guess the other thing I realized was there was definitely a large part of me that did not expect my editor to say they wanted the book. I think what I thought was going to happen was that he was going to require or request significant changes to the proposal or that he was going to say, we don't want it. And what's your plan B? So I was genuinely surprised when um, he expressed the level of interest that he did. So I'm excited to move forward with the book, and I look forward to offering some updates, um, hopefully on a weekly basis, about how it's going and to really give a sense of what does it mean and what does it feel like to write a book, you know, from, from the inside of doing it and doing a little bit of audio journaling here about what this will look like. So. Um, Until next week, I'm going to be tweaking my proposal, turning it in, and uh, maybe I'll have an update next week about what the next steps will look like. Thanks for listening. Show notes and transcripts for every episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at katielinder.work slash podcast. That's katielinder.work slash podcast. If you like The Anatomy of a Book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues, the best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called Learn Like a Boss that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. 
Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.